everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is September 27th, 2023. Want to start the show off with bright bail bonds. Man, a lot of people in Oakland could have definitely used bright oh, bail yeah. bonds. Man, I saw it firsthand. I tell you, though, favorite of Miguel, man, they could have helped those guys out because they're available 24-7. They've written more than 20,000 bonds. You know you're in good hands. Most importantly, if you find yourself on the wrong side of the law, you know those guys are fast. You won't be there long. All you have to do is call this number, and I tell you, keep it on your phone, 888-669-0295, 888-669-0295. Closest I've ever gotten to be arrested. Really, really close. No, not in Oakland. Uh, last night uh, at the movies, I was in the back row, and I I didn't think I was chewing my ice, but somebody in front of me is like, hey, stop chewing your ice so loud. I kind of went back and forth. I poured my drink on him. Yeah, I like it. Then they called the staff, and then I woke up. But it was like the weirdest <laughs> dream I've ever had. Staff was like, hey, come with us. I was like, oh, shit, I'm getting... And then I was like, why did I pour my drink on those I've people? Seen, I've seen you chew the ice, though. That's I for know. Sure. I didn't think I was very loud, but apparently at the movie theater I was, and, and guess what? I wasn't in the buying bullshit business last night either. <laughs> what movie were you dreaming about? God, who knows? Schindler's List? Something like you shouldn't <laughs> no. be chewing ice? <laughs> All right. What was I at? <laughs> I have no idea. What would I have been at? No clue. But, man, that drink went quick. Oh, really? You know, I get right there. Wear it. And the staff, hey, you, come here. Come on. Let's go. I was like, shit. What I do with Fabian's card? Oh, here it is. I'm going to jail. I uh, hope I don't have a show tonight. Triple eight six six nine. You're having just stupid dreams yeah, like that. A lot. Wake up the next day, you're all rattled. A lot. Uh, I told you I did have a dream where I got arrested. You did. This was like, dude. This has got to be twenty five years. Yeah. And I had this dream where I got arrested, and there was a girl in North County. There were like five people in this cell. Yeah. And. I was in a cell, like a couple of guys and a couple of girls, kind of like a holding cell. And this girl, she was always like the nicest person in North County. Like we'd go out to yogis or whatever. We'd see her and she she was so nice. Yeah. And in this dream, she just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> and uh, God, she was so annoying. Right? Yeah. So I told this friend of mine, Wendy, I'm like, God. You know her, and Wendy's like, of course, she's great. I go, she's not. When I'm in jail, I don't need, I'm just trying to get a little shut-eye, and I don't need it. Yeah. Then we'd go into Yogi's, and I'd be like, oh, there she is. And Wendy's like, shut up, the dream. I'm like, well, I was in there a long time, because I didn't know Fabian and Miguel, all right? Give me a break. You should, 888 888- 669-0295. Absolutely. Also, don't forget about your website. Right now is your website headed in the right direction. Do you need help? Kyle Fluger's your guy. He's branched out on his own. He has his own company. It's called Mithril Media. His business website is mithrilmedia.io. Right now, Kyle would like to give you an offer of 10% discount for new customers. I have to tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Kyle also did the, the website for us, jakesprojects.org. And uh, a lot of people yesterday stepped up, which was very nice on Jake's, what would have been his 25th, 25th birthday. birthday. Crazy. And our good friend, Lori Burtman, man, she took the prize for the biggest donation. No. It's very, very nice. To, to, I went through emails this morning, didn't do anything yesterday, and saw it, and I was like, wow, that, that was really, really She's cool. She's incredible. Absolutely right. We love her. Uh, Dave, I'm starting a, a new website. Yeah. Uh, you weren't here on Sunday. I just spent all day with Kyle. We're in the blueprint room. We're there. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't want to say we were arguing. It was a little bit of fussing, like they say down fussing. south. Fussing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but we got it figured out. It's going to launch quickly. It's called my team doesn't have a fucking clue.com. <laughs> really excited to see it go. Uh, it's going to have a link to Indeed nice. and LinkedIn uh, for fucking AJ and for fucking Bob. And boy, I'll tell you what, man, Kyle, he stepped right up. You just said 10% off. I felt like giving him a 10% bonus when he was done with the design and development, media and marketing shit. This thing will sell itself. Content and creative will do it all. But if you're not quite as content heavy, creative as Kyle and I are, we get it. Very few are. Uh, go to mithromedia.io. Dude, I, you don't win this weekend? I thought you won. No? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm talking about the Padre oh, team. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about your fantasy no, football No, come on. Season. I had Jimmy Hughes. <laughs> come on. Underhand. Beat him like he was Peter McNeely. Dude, everyone's going to throw underhand in this league? What God, the fuck's I happening? Know, no kidding. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I felt like I could beat him with my uh, Vince Ferragamo yellow glasses on. It was oh my nothing. Dude, I know no one cares about fantasy football, but man, I'm in a... It and is. It, Everybody cares. They, they don't they, care they, about they, our they, team. They, they care about, team. about their team. So I, I, had a, I had a good week. I went 3-0, and which was nice. Good. But I had one game, one t league I'm in where I've never done this, where I scored... 297 points holy cow dude i had like everybody like you had I, to. I, I had the dolphins oh yeah i had the dolphins and i had keenan allen dude. it was it was like it was one of those where like what the fuck is going on like save some of this that uh dude that's staley only the vikes could either the vikes or the raiders yeah would be the two teams that could screw that up <laughs> when staley goes for it at his own 20 yeah. it's the funniest shit i've ever dude, seen i am so glad to hear you say this I got killed on that damn Charger podcast. Oh, People on. saying it was a genius call. I go, genius. it was a terrible call. Stupid. It's the kind of shit gets you fired. Well, listen, man. Kevin O'Connell better figure it out because That's terrible, it. embarrassing clock management. Yeah, it was. And when you go in right there and you've got the run game with Madison's fine. But when you have Kirk Cousins, who's a $30 million quarterback, you've got Justin Jefferson, who's top wide receiver in the league. Yeah. You've got Addison, uh, you know, yeah, top young rookie receiver. You got Hawkinson. Used to the fourth quarter, right? You've got Hawkinson, who's right there, and you you really could have had three shots at the end zone, yeah, against the Charger defense that it's had terrible. Given, yeah, that that was. I mean, the Vikes look like an zero and three team. They look like a mirror image of each other. Yeah, it was, it was really, really funny. Weird. It was really weird. It man. looked like those dogs that bark at themselves in the mirror. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. Uh, Dave, I don't know if you saw it. Kevin AC tonight. And I, again, no, I I'll not. just say this. You've got to explain it to me. A lot of you have, have taken shots at Kevin. I was asked yesterday about Kevin. Yeah. And I said early on, like, Dave, this will shock you. Kevin and I had a couple of dosy dos in the old days. But um, I've really grown to like him. He's a little. He, He's different. Yeah, I wouldn't say socially awkward. I don't think that's it. I think he's just one of those guys that Nick Canepa, the day I met Nick Canepa, I felt like I knew him 30 years. Yeah. There's a lot of guys like that. Kevin Kern and Bryce Miller, different guys that you come through where you feel like. And AC, it just took a little bit to kind of figure it out. But personality-wise, whether you like him or you don't like him, dude, you cannot deny he is so thorough at what he does. I was going to say the same thing. Everybody, right, if you're upset with Bob Nightingale or whatever, that's kind of funny. I get it. 
So Kevin AC writes tonight, it's on the website tonight, that the Padres, as has been reported all over town, Bob Melvin and Preller can't stand each other. Yeah. Literally can't stand each other. Yeah. Um, goes into great detail saying that the only reason Matt Carpenter was there was because of Preller. Yeah. But then shockingly, Preller thinks that Bob is too stubborn. Huh. The guy who won't get rid of Carpenter. The guy that actually has finished regular seasons over 500? Yeah. 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 And uh, just a really well-written column. And it lays everything out again. Yeah. And Dave, coming up on Monday, a big meeting. Yeah. And the meeting is going to be uh, AJ and Bob. And Peter's going to be represented. Okay. And then it goes into just why the Padres are always the fucking Padres. Yes. Eric Gruppner is going to be in the meeting. Why? I have no idea. What the fuck is Eric's role in that? I like Eric. Yeah. We like him fine. Eric, you have no fucking point being in that meeting with your day planner. Dude, go out and sell the Does fucking... Does anybody have a day planner Eric's anymore? Eric's got one. Oh, my gosh. Dude, go out. You do an amazing job of running day-to-day operations at Petco Park. The fan experience is so great. That's where you belong. You're right. You have nothing to do with baseball operations. You have nothing to do with the clubhouse. You have nothing to do with it. You're the head of business. Get the fuck out of there. Then we got guys that we don't, men or women, we don't know, Dave, from the Seidler Equity Group. What the fuck are they going to do in there? Why are they in there? Exactly. Bob's the only real baseball guy with any success in the room. Right. Well, I mean, the one thing that that, uh, Kevin writes is that, look, man, I, I would be the first guy to fire Preller. The one thing he writes is that Preller has rebuilt the farm system. And all of a sudden, the farm system, again, is climbing up. Okay, okay. I'll give him credit there. He Fine. never calls those guys up. These are trade pieces. He has run this fucking thing into the ground. And my problem is, Dave, that Peter Seidler is very quickly becoming Jimmy Haslam. He is just, they're just going to keep stepping in it and stepping in it and stepping in it. You don't fucking need... Gruppner in there. You don't need anybody from Seidler Equity in there. Okay. Who else you can bring in? Scan? You gonna be swinging Sweeney in there? At least Chicken. those guys are baseball guys. Yeah, is Teddy G in there? <laughs> Dude, you know what you do, Pete? That'd be hilarious. You know what you do? You fucking fire AJ Preller. He's not going to. I don't know. I don't think he is. This is Shocky too, Dave. And listen, man, we all like Peter. It, I'll ask you about Oakland in a second. Yeah, no, it, don't worry about Oakland. Go ahead. No, this is, but the point yeah. being is that we could have very easily had another Jeff Morad down here. We cannot say it enough how fortunate this team, the fan base was, this city, to have Ron Fowler and Peter jump in. We get all that. Yeah. But you know what, Peter? You've raised the bar, and now we're holding you to that bar. And the way we're going to hold you to that bar is by telling you, you have to fire A.J. Preller. He is in the way of this team getting to the next level. You have the manager you need. What you don't have is the president of baseball operations. And I don't know what it's going to take for Peter to look around and go, yeah, AJ, you have to go. But the story writes, Kevin writes tonight, that Peter would like to work it out and have them both back. Oh, fuck, man. Come on. This isn't 
Vince Vaughn and Dwight Yoakam in the start of Wedding Crashers. Get him the fuck out. Get him out. Can you imagine if Bob dropped in the middle of that meeting? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. I would like it. I think he's at his wits end. Dude, he's got to be. All right, so a a couple things. I'll I'll forget, so I'm just going to say. Now, Coach said the other day, he ran into Bob Melvin at the winter meetings. Uh Uh-huh. And Bob basically was ready to quit last year, except they made a postseason run into the Phillies. And, but he said Bob like had had it then. After one yeah. year was enough. Kevin writes it. Oh, does he? Okay, good. So I, I found that fascinating because I don't think any of us are surprised by that. My complaint with Peter is, how did he become so successful? At some point, you had to make tough calls. Yeah. Nobody likes to fire guys that you like. Right. But at some point, you have to do what's best for the company. And right. what's best for the company is cutting your ties with Preller. And I, I lost faith in, in Preller really quick. And, and I mean, I understand it's been there nine years. One year in when he did that whole thing, and you and I, I believe we were downtown when they got Kemp and they got yeah. Will know, Middlebrooks. The, Will Middlebrooks, the Uptons, the Will whole Myers. K- Kimbrel. And you're all pumped up and going, wow, you know, rock star GM. He's making things yeah. happen. The Padres with the talk. I was all for it if that was the direction they're going. And then he decided that's not the direction we're going. He changed his mind in less than a year. Yeah. And he started getting rid of guys. I don't and he know, fired. Though, Dave, was, all, was that all on him or was part of that on ownership too? I, no, I don't think it's on ownership because ownership gave him the go-ahead. And, and if, whether that was Fowler back then, gave him the go-ahead to go get those guys, the big-name guys. Yeah. And so he brings those guys in, and then he decides, fuck, I'm going back to where I was. Well, in that move of grabbing those big-name guys, he got rid of guys like Max Freed, who might be the best lefty in baseball. He got mm. rid of Trey Turner. You had guys. Yeah. To build on that no one would have put pressure on you to say, why aren't you winning now? Yeah. You just got the fucking job. And so they started to rebuild. And then they went again with the Will Myers, all all the shit that happened. Very frustrating because I'm like, I don't think this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. He's like chasing his tail. Yeah. And so here we are. And you look at this. You look at this team that they have right now in the pods and no one's happy. As, as much as people used to love Preller, the fan base has given up on Preller. If he Dude, just, if, completely. If Siler just paid attention to any Padre fan, reasonable Padre fan, they will all tell you the same thing. They'll tell you what Jeff just said. You got to get rid of Preller. He's obviously the the one common denominator of why this hasn't worked for nine years and why this team is no closer with shitty contracts. I mean, really yeah, bad contracts. The Carpenter and Cronenworth and, and yeah. Osborne, all these bad, really bad contracts. And you're going, did this guy paralyze the fucking team for 10 yes. years? And so you sit there and you get frustrated. The fact that you're going to get rid of Bob, well, great. Who are you going to bring in right. if you're going to keep Preller? Because is this an attractive job? And now you're hearing the cut in payroll by $50 million next year? Uh, yeah, but hang on. It's what we've talked about. But, I, I, you does, read that that. Mean, but does that mean Soto has to go? Well, that's the interesting thing. He's by far your best player. Yeah, he and Tatis. Yeah, but it, actually, it's not even close. If you look at Soto's numbers, they're really not bad. Like, you're going to look back at baseball reference in a few years ago. Fuck, he put up pretty good numbers for the pots. Yeah, when they were fucking out. Yeah, well, he, he, he plays every day. Oh, I got it. A lot of guys don't, you know? A lot of guys don't. I like him, dude. There, uh, you know, somebody, we were talking the other day um, at work and talking about, you know, C.J. Abrams and everything else. I said, look, man. For me, I was all in on the trade. You yeah. said it right here. You no, can't, no, no, you can't I, go back. No, I don't. But, I'm not complaining about that. But I, I, I wish they would hold on to him. I'll be honest with you. At least to see where you're at in the standings come the trade deadline next year. Um. So going back to what you just said about the 50 million, when he laid it out, Kevin wrote that said you got to cut 253. Well, Snell's 16. Yeah. 
Hayter's 14. What's Pomerantz? 10. Okay. Grisham and Tim Hill are each three. That's 46. Well, Grisham's not a free agent. Uh, you have the right to to not bring him back, and he's at $3 million. Okay. That's $3.1 million. So what's your total? I mean, that's six, and then you're going Lugo and, and Waka and... But aren't uh, you aren't you going to make an offer to both? No, I'm... Dude. You aren't. You wouldn't sign Waka for 32? No. Really? No. Who's going to pitch for this team next year? Uh, I don't know, but it's not going to be that. Fuck, I'm not doing that. No it's only $16 million a year for a guy dude, that's been really fucking, good. Yeah, and was fucking gone for two months. All right, this pitching, though. 50% of these guys end up on the IL. Is that right? Yeah, doctor, it is. That's what's. <laughs> that's why I'm a snow guy. I know you hate snow, oh, but dude, dude he, at least he doesn't miss games. He does miss games. He's not pitching in the final game of the year. Yeah, it's because the Padres are pussies. They should make him pitch. Dude, fuck. Dude, and you're under the, contract. Dude, you fucking pitch. So many fucking pussy Padre fans that I cannot fucking believe. God, I can't fucking stand you guys. You're all just, oh, of course he's not going to pitch. Why is he a part of the fucking team? Yeah, he's getting paid. That's why they should have sent Hater home the other day. Dude, I would have fucking DFA'd him. They should have. Right why there. didn't they? I was dude, there. I was I, standing right next to the bullpen going, dude, why is Luis Garcia up? I couldn't believe it. I mean, at this point, you got you got three games left in Chicago. DFA him. Send him home. Fuck dude, him. get the fuck out. Exactly right. Get Send a message. Get the fuck out. Fuck you, dude. Dude, fuck you is right. Go. Why didn't they? Dude, it's just the whole fucking thing. This team just and and you I've called out Snell nonstop. Yeah. Go back and fucking look because all of you guys that tell me how great Snell is, fuck you. You're a fucking <laughs> sheep. This guy is such a fucking fraud to come through here. Snell turned it on when it was meaningful to Snell. He didn't do jack shit at the start of this year when you fucking desperately needed him to do it because he's a fucking egomaniac, little sack of shit. And I guarantee you next year, he'll be right back to being a 120-inning guy. And go read the story about the doubleheader after the All-Star game. When they came out, and he hadn't thrown in eight fucking days. And after five innings, he was cooked. Because it was 80 degrees. And then Bob said, oh, he was cooked. And that's when Snell got his feelings hurt. Yeah. Five innings on a doubleheader. Why the hell isn't Snell going? Remember? Yeah. We called it out. Why is your pitching rotation so bizarre coming out of the All-Star break? Right. I can go five. He said going in, hey, my goal was to go five. Really? Yeah. You're fucking starting pitcher. Seth Lugo last night almost gave you Logan nine. Logan Webb did it the day before. It happened. Almost gave you nine. That's the goal, they say all and the time. God go damn, nine. Dave. There's so many fucking people in this town that just accept mediocrity. They do. All fucking day. That's why Dean left, because he knew all of you were a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting out of here. I got to go somewhere where I'm challenged. That's why I'm getting out. I'm going to the marina for Christ's sake. How many times can I play Tory South? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've never seen anything like it. He says, I'm not going to pitch Sunday. Yeah. And all of you are like, God bless you. Why? Why not? <laughs> Ted Williams fucking did it when he was trying to win Dude, the batting a, title. Didn't fucking Will Clark. play. Yeah, Will Clark. Let's fucking play. When Will Clark and Tony. Tony Gwynn in 89. Will Clark played. Yep. Last day. Didn't have to. Nope. And he did. Yeah, and he lost it. But yeah, he and did. And he lost it. No, I got but it. But at least he gamed up. But how much respect I, did he gain within the, the game? Why do you say that? The guy who sat in front of me at the Giants game, I asked him, who's your all-time favorite guy? He's yeah. like, dude, Will Clark. Dude. We talked about 89. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's a guy who puts his own individual goals, which I've told you nonstop and nobody wants to listen. Yeah. He is 
checking out on Sunday to protect his lead yep. instead of doing what's right for his team. Yeah. Gone. I can't wait for that fucking guy to be gone. Fuck him. And take, look, you got four days left to Hater. That's it. Hater wasn't coming back. But you, I think you make a great point, though. You just say DFA. Yeah, hey, man. We're going to send you back, dude. Yeah, we're going to let you go. We're going to let uh, uh, the kid Barlow. Did you see Barlow's sports yeah. today? No. Man, I want to be out there every chance. Perfect. I want to be out there every game. I want to throw every day. Yeah, fuck that guy. I, man, I'm literally, it, it, it matched up perfect that Hater's the guy. Yeah. When, we were walking around the ballpark at the time, like sitting by McCovey yeah. Co. We saw this go towards the Padre bullpen. Yeah. Fucking haters not up. Can't yeah. believe it. You knew a lefty was coming up. Yeah. And, Damn. And that's the kind of shit I think drives Melvin. It has, it has to drive to. you crazy. It has right? to drive any baseball fan crazy. Dude, everybody. But they, as Kevin wrote, the hater thing, Dave, goes back to when he got jobbed in arbitration by yep. the Brewers. Exactly. And I get that. I get that. The Brewers use it against him. But guess what, Josh? You're not in Milwaukee anymore. But part of the problem, as Kevin writes, is that Bob and AJ never addressed it with him and said, hey, look, man, this is what they just let it go. Yeah. Well, did they bring up the pat? Again, this is something that coach said, talking to Melvin. Mm -hmm. That's why Hayter didn't pitch against Bryce Harper. I, I yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That's what coach yeah. was saying. That's what Bob said. There were circumstances. Basically, Hayter wasn't going to go in the game of that situation. Dude. Didn't Don. want anything to do with him. Why would anybody want that guy back here? Were there ever, dude, was there, and again, I don't want to sound like the guys that call coaches show, but I'm just looking at the guys that have held that job for the last 20 years. I do not ever remember a situation when Trevor Hoffman, if you want to go back further, yeah, dude, I remember Mark Davis a little bit. He was great. I couldn't tell you one thing about Mark Davis's approach, how he did it. We watched Trevor every year. He's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Hater's numbers, outstanding. But guess what? Hater picks and chooses his spots. Trevor was like, put me in. Yeah. And if you're like, oh, God, you're going to rest on Trevor. He's a Hall of Famer. Great. Heath Bell, put me in. Yeah, Rod right. Beck, put me in. Houston Kirby, Street. Houston Street, Kirby Yates, Trevor Rosenthal, Mark Melanson, all yeah. of these guys. They were all probably 30 save guys. Just go get me fucking one of those guys and let Hater go. Let him be somebody else's problem. You aren't wrong, man. There are a lot of series this year when you look back at the Padres where Hater went to a city with the team and never played. Dude, how can you look around the clubhouse? Maybe the clubhouse, you just look around and go, hey, man, we've been every guy for himself for fucking six no months. Chance. Good point. That's why we're done. Because we got a fucking twerp That's a point. as a GM. That's a good point. Dude, but this idea that they're going to bring 25 fucking people into this meeting it's just everybody wants to be in there to try to act like they're important. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't want to be in that meeting. Like, literally, like, why? Like, yeah. seriously, if, I, if I'm Eric, I, dude, I wouldn't want to be there. I feel like I have to be there because Pete's not going to make it. There should be three people in there. It should be, obviously, Seidler, and it, who's not going to be there. It should be his representative. It yeah. should be AJ, and it should be fucking Bob. Dude, you know who? That's it. Yeah, I mean. Somebody cooks in the kitchen, asshole. Yeah. I mean, for me, if you wanted to do it, that could eat group, guys. What the fuck are they doing in there? Yeah, what are they doing? Bunch of fucking <laughs> I'm nerds. I'm just saying, at least you fucking live and die with this team. Bring yeah. you in. Oh, dude, I have a field day in there. But on one side of the table, if you want, you put Josh Stein, you put Freddie Jr. Yeah, baseball guys. Yeah, you put, you put AJ in there. And yeah. then if you want, I don't know, Logan White needs to be in there, but he's a longtime baseball guy. Okay. And then on the other side, you go to Bob. 
hey, Bob, who, who do you want in? Well, I want Ruben in. I probably want Matt Williams in because they've kind of been here. I don't know if he wants Flaherty in. I don't know if he wants Mike Shilton, but just some guys that are involved day to day. Yeah. And if you want to do that and try to have a clear the air meeting and say, dude, we stepped on it this year. Okay, bring those guys in. Give that seat to them. So you go in and you hash it out and you slap each other around a little bit. You know, just tell Eric, just grab your fucking sandwich and keep walking. Come on. Are you going to grab that one? <laughs> grab your sandwich and keep walking. Dude, seriously, enough. Oh, my God. I love what he's done for Gallagher Square and everything else. You're yeah, not good a at baseball. His job. Exactly. He's good at his, his job. What but the problem is, if Eric goes into that meeting, now he's Mike D 2.0. Because the biggest knock that everybody had against Bob Vesas... And and uh, Mike D, another fucking sales guy, right? Mike sold the Glidden paint can out left field. Hey, that's cool. Sold the big tailor-made driver. God, that's fun. Now, all of a sudden, he's a fucking baseball guy? Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Who do you think you're fooling? You see on TV in your clear lenses? Keep walking. <laughs> Stay in your lane. But now they're all going to go in and offer insight you know, probably talk soft. Yeah. Come on, shut up. Get out of here. Okay, so, I mean, you and I both, if we were betting, Bob's out, right? Preller's there, Bob's out. Dude, I, What do you say? What do you think happens? You got to get rid of Preller. I do Preller too, is but, the guy. but what do you think happens? Dude, if, if we come back in here Monday night. Yeah. And hey. Bob's out and Preller's here. No, the the bigger dumb thing would be, I mean, there's so many dumps What if they're both there. out? That would be disappointing. It would be. Just as it'll be disappointing if they're both back. Yeah. What's the definition of insanity, yeah. Dave? Well, how many times have we heard these guys say, run it back? You hear people say it all the time. Run it back. They'll finish them first Dude, next year. And then You're you crazy. see stupid It's a 162-game sample. You're not running shit back. Uh, yeah. You know what I would do? I would, I would go to every game before September 1st. Because all of a sudden, this team kind of turned into who you thought they'd be, yeah. Denny Green. September 1. <laughs> Dave, I don't even do 162. I go, go look at where the fuck they were in April, May, and June. Yeah. And then look at Blake Snell coming out of the All-Star game. Your fucking hero, right? <laughs> Gives a shit. Think he's going to let you put that in your dopey Padre Hall of Fame? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. These people are so concerned about the Cy Young. What are you, insane? Yeah, who gives a shit? Dude, I'm kind of more impressed by Fernando winning a gold glove. Dude, me too. Honestly, God, me too. And somebody pointed out the other day, I'd give credit if I remember who said it. Said, dude, he may end up winning the platinum glove because he, of his. He's been out absolutely his out, numbers. outstanding. I'm just not sure what happens because of there's still a little hatred towards him. Yeah, I think he, I, I, I think he wins it, no doubt. He's he, going to win the he, gold glove. He has played outstanding, and the only reason Mookie wouldn't get it is because Mookie might win the utility glove because he's played so many positions. Yeah, but Mookie usually owns the right field glove. Dude, it's going to Fernando this year. It's, it'll, dude, don't be surprised if things don't go your way. Oh, uh, yeah, if there it is. You see this? Yeah. Listen to this. That's going to be the sound it makes when it's going off your head. <laughs> well, yeah, I will be upset. I'm telling you right now. I hit you with that, then I'll call 888 <laughs> You call them right bail bonds? Right dead. Oh, nah, my God. No, Dave, I... So, okay, real quick, I want to give credit to AC because you did a little bit... He works his ass off. He does. He is a little bit of a strange bird. 
Yeah, but he's and, thorough as shit, he, man. He works really, really hard, man. There, you and I, I think, became very comfortable with him back in 2007. We saw him every day. Yeah. And then he got the Charger gig, he replaced Trotter, and then he, I thought he developed an ego. Yeah. Started wearing oh, yeah. the suit every day and kind of had a little bit of an ego, but it still worked his ass off. So what if he didn't fucking treat Do us you the thing, same? Do your thing, man. Um, really good at what he does. I really do have a problem, though, with a lot of guys in this city that defended the pods that don't work for the pods. Yeah. And I'm really, a lot of pussies in the city, man. And, I, and it's, I mean that. I mean, a lot of people yeah. knew what was wrong and was around the team all the time. Yeah. Nobody said it until no. the last two weeks because someone else said it first. Right. Where the fuck were you guys? Kevin wrote it. Yeah. I mean, come on. And then all of a sudden, Rosenthal's writing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're going, you guys knew. Don't play dumb. So many yeah. people in this town with connections and what was going on in that clubhouse knew all along. And said, it yeah. seemed fine to me. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That's yeah. what the city does all the time. All the time. And now, uh, do you see what happened? Uh, you know, hey, fuck Hater. Uh, he sucks. Oh, okay. Like To me at this point, you got four days left of the guy. He can he can leave, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, but I called them both out. I called them both out. Snell and Hater. Boy, look at these guys. You got to love them. Consummate team guys. Hey, how do you put Snell in here? How do you put Snell in here? Are you a fucking idiot? Because like we just said, he, he decided he's not working on Sunday. Yeah, he did. He's not working to protect his numbers, and you guys think that's fine. Boy, not me. I wouldn't want any of you on my fucking staff. Who are they? <laughs> Who Bunch are of fucking pussies. Who are they? Uh, say they're going to start on Sunday. Do you Dude, know? Who knows? Probably Hill? that asshole Martinez. Throw his ass out there again. Dude, again, it'd be great as if they start Drew Pomerantz. <laughs> <laughs> Should let that out. God. Yeah. And fucking people just make excuses all day long. They do. Nonstop. Every, everyone says, oh, I'm not going to say anything negative. It drives me crazy. That, it's the same that it attitude. All the time. It's the attitude that you just accept mediocrity all year long. You just yeah. accept it. You don't challenge anybody. You don't call anybody out. You go, hey, man, dude, be a man. Go out there. Show everybody on that final day what you got. Dude, it's the White Sox. Does it bother you that they're talking about the cut in the pay? No. Getting out. I mean, because here's the deal. They kind of lucked out. They dodged a, a bullet on this one. I understand no. they gave Bogarts money. They offered a shitload of money to Trey Turner and uh, Aaron Judge. It might yeah. really fuck this team. No, I just think they're overly bloated right now. They said they're still going to have a $200 million yeah, payroll. which is a lot. And again, when you look at it and you go, uh, you know, the guys I talked about, Grisham at three, Hill at three, Snell at 17, yeah. Hater at 14, Pomeranz at 10. I mean, the core of the roster is going to look pretty close to the same. Yeah. And really, I mean, Grisham gone, you know, all those guys. And Dave, I feel like we've sat here for the last four years and had the same conversation. What they say last year? They're going to have $7 million to spend? Yeah. And went out and signed Xander. Yep. Hey, I don't know where they're going to get. What are they going to do, Dave? They got $7 million. What are they going to do? They found money for Waka. They found money for Lugo. Yeah, they did. So, no, I, I don't mind. I mean, stripping that down a little bit. We were here covering this scene when it was just, a $75 million payroll. Yeah, no, no kidding. I'm, I'm just curious who's going to pitch. I the mean, the Soto thing to me is fascinating. Soto to me is fascinating because. Yeah, I mean, you you go, hey, do we bring it back? But me saw the Angels. Yeah, 
Disaster. Angel said that. Yeah. Like, we're bringing Shohei back. Didn't get shit other than medical bill for his surgery. <laughs> so, I think, Dave, I, my guess would be on Soto would be my plan is to bring him back. Yeah. But I would tell Boris and Soto, listen, you guys haven't given me any indication that you're going to re-up. So, if you hear your name in the paper, yeah. Yeah, don't be surprised. Yeah, I, gotta I think see, he expects that. I got to see what's out there. Yep. Would you trade him to the Mets for Alonzo? Um, what's Pete's deal? I thought Pete had the same situation where he's a free agent after next year too. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I wouldn't be in the same boat. I mean, if I could pick one or the other, I'd take Soto in a second if they're both going to become free agents. But Pete Alonso is not going to yeah. get 500 million or 450 million. I'm trying to, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked deep into it about what you could get about guys that could play right now, you yeah. know, in the big leagues. And that's the thing, right? You, yeah. you have to gauge the market. Yeah. If you're getting a bunch of guys coming back, Dude, that are single. I mean, we tell the story all the time. When I went down uh, in June of Ernie and I looked it up today, June 23rd, 2002, when Boach didn't have anything. And Towers, I told you, I was in there when he traded Alan Embry. Yeah. I go, who'd you get in that deal? Like, we looked it up. Two guys you've literally never heard exactly of. Exactly right. I mean, you do that for Soto. Um, I mean, that's your legacy. Now. If you're a new GM coming in, do you have the balls to trade Soto? Well, I don't know how you can. No, you can't. You, you, you hold on to him, man. You got to give the, the team hope. You got to give the fan base hope. He's, yeah. he's literally your best player. You're not going to get close to the return that you had when you traded him away. It's not the, the same deal. I would hold on to him till the trade deadline. Everyone else is saying get rid of him now. I, I don't know, man. I, Engage the market if somebody blows you away. Yeah, like I, the pods blew the Nationals yeah. away. I take it. I understand what they're saying, why they're going to cut payroll. I mean, we talked about the TV deal before, everything else that goes oh. into this team. But it is frustrating because you look at a guy like Manny who's who's getting older, and you look at everyone. Tatis yeah. hasn't hit his prime yet. No. But you're looking at the guys who are getting older. Soto's going to be a free agent. I'd like to see them make a run best way possible. And when I say who's going to pitch, I have no idea who's going to fucking pitch on this team. No, I don't think we knew last year. No, but but there were more guys out there. Like, there's no one. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. We'll watch the Padre yeah. game right now. There's no one out there right now. I mean, Urias was supposed to be the guy that was going to replace Snell. That was the rumor. <laughs> because the Dodgers weren't going to resign him. And, of course, the connection to Mexico. And now nobody's going to touch no. that guy. He's not coming back. He's not probably not coming back to baseball. But the, really, the, the numbers aren't very good, or the names aren't very good of who you could possibly have. Uh, the other thing is, too, the, the Darvish deal is really weird because he goes from, I think he's 20 this year. Yeah. And he drops to 16 next yeah. year. But then he bounces back up to 21 the following year. So as they work, but then where it gets bad is Tatis goes from like 7 to like 11. Yep. That kind of offsets the Darvish money. And Cronenworth hangs at like seven. But then, dude, Cronenworth, after next year, it's like five years at $12 million a year. And it's just like, holy fuck, is that thing going to be an anchor around your neck? Yeah. $12 million for a guy. Um, the thing I was hoping is that I started watching and paying a lot of attention the last couple of weeks to the Yankees. Yeah. Because the Yankees are not performing. And if Bob was to leave, I, I said it here six weeks ago, the guy really, really wanted was Aaron Boone. Yeah, he did say that. I thought Aaron Boone would come here, younger guy, 
fiery guy, relates to it, right? Can walk the walk, isn't going to take any shit from guys, has a little bit of success, right? Does all the sabermetric stuff. Yeah, gets it all. Um, Then I started looking a little deeper and said, well, what if the Yanks blew everything up? Yeah. Could you go out and get a guy like Cashman? Well, do you want Cashman if you could? You know, it's funny, man. I mean, he's been pretty successful. Dude, he would drive. If, like, Cashman, I think, literally signed the worst contract in baseball last year when he signed Rendon in, like, six years, 185. Rendon, yeah. What about when he traded for Giancarlo? Yeah. But doesn't matter. Both of those guys are going back. So they're they're off uh, the books. It doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, to me, it's, it's a simple thing. Uh, when we come in here Monday night, I can't wait for that show. Yeah, because I, I think Bob's gone. Dude, if, if Bob's gone and Preller's still here. That's what I think is going to happen. Dude, holy shit. Yeah, things aren't getting, changing. I mean, things just aren't yeah. going to change. If you're a Padre fan, that's the worst news you could have. Yeah. Who's your next I, manager? I Any scenario where AJ's back. If AJ's back and Bob's gone, it's terrible. If AJ's back and Bob's back, <laughs> yeah, it's sorry. fucking, it's a disaster too. Yeah. It just is a disaster too. So... They got to, they got to, I wouldn't mind Bob being back. If they, I would love for Bob to be back. I think he deserves to be back. I think just like we said, when they sign him, look, they're lucky to have him. Yeah. I mean, it was when they got Bob well, Melvin and everyone was like, whoa, Bob Melvin ended up here. Nobody thought Bob Melvin was available. Now there's plenty of people, I guarantee you, who said, Jeff, a month ago, you were like, you got to fire Bob. Yeah. Because with the information they had available, you felt like Bob didn't have a fucking chance. He's getting his nuts cut off every day. Dude, he was. And I think. There, there's a lot of talk in Boston about the new GM coming in and having to inherit Alex Cora. Yeah. One of the challenges, Alex Cora is pretty outspoken, right? Got it. Has talked about being a GM, the whole thing. Man, are you going to be able to get top candidates knowing you have to inherit Alex Cora? He's attached to what happened in Houston. Yeah. You get it, right? You kind of want to have a say in your own guy. Um, but... I don't think anybody, any executive coming in, inheriting Bob Melvin, probably be like that. But honestly, maybe the best thing is to to kick them both out the door and start fresh. All right. So out of the guys they have that work for the organization right now, if you mm-hmm. had to choose one of those guys to be your manager, who do you go with? Oh, uh, the guys currently yeah. on staff? Yes. Yeah, the natural one would be Mike Schilt, but I don't know that Mike Schilt's personality is much different than Bob's. I I mean, they seem to be fine. Uh, I mean, I kind of like, you know, Matt Williams. Matt Williams is fiery, but I think Matt Williams is going to get fired too. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's out too. Yeah, so um, I don't know. That would be Mike Schilt. I think you'd have to go. Okay, so the best coach you have, and I don't know anything about Niebla, but he's your best coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you got to find a way to keep him. Yeah, you do, you do. Um, I don't know. I mean, hell, is he a relationship guy? I don't I have no idea how it would go with him. I don't know. I I guess Dave, you wait to see. You know, a buddy of mine at work today is like bringing Joe Girardi. I was like, Jesus Christ, come on, dude. Enough. Joe Girardi is the Mike Babcock of of yeah. baseball. My Mike Babcock from the NHL coached in Toronto, Detroit. Just a terrible guy, terrible yeah. human being. And you didn't see anything. I mean, the the Phillies completely turned everything around once they got rid of Girardi. So, no, I think you'd have to go look and and see who's out there and and who's available. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, you know what we're going to do, Dave? We're going <laughs> to cast a wide net. <laughs> Dude, honestly, God, I don't want it to be Ryan Christensen. I don't want no, him to be one of those guys. Enough. Ryan Flaherty. Yeah, Flaherty. I don't want that at all. Either one of them. Fuck it. I, honest God, I, I don't want to see it go that way. Yeah. I'm curious to see how, how it all plays out. You know, it was funny. I was up in San Francisco the other day and watching. Yeah. Actually, I told you I was at the Hater game. And you're looking at jerseys, you know, guys yeah. who wear stuff. Because in San Francisco, there are a bunch of guys who wore full uniforms in the stands. <laughs> yeah. Pants, everything. Great. It was fucking nuts, dude. But there was nobody that wore a player that currently plays. Like, the Giants team is it's terrible. Hard. It's a horrible roster. That's what they said. They, uh, I just read an article in The Athletic. They yeah. were talking about were Gabe Kapler and what they do and that he rotates people, guys in and out, the whole deal, and um, uh, mind-blanking on the on the kid who's the catcher. They thought Joey Barley. Was, yeah. They thought that might be the guy. But they're like, yeah, they don't yeah. have anybody, and he's going back. Kapler's going back for 24 uh, Zahidi, they say, do yeah, they say they're it? coming back for twenty four? Two days ago, everyone in the stands like fuck both those guys, dude. I know Farhan's been a huge yeah. disappointment, but I guess he's built the farm system up a little bit. But you're right, Dave. They said for Boach's teams, you had guys that you could relate to on yeah, those teams, whether it was Brian Wilson or Bumgarner or Posey. Any, yeah, Posey, Linsencom. You had guys that were named guys that yeah. people. There wasn't one guy that I saw that plays no. where someone had their jersey. Yeah, it was uh, it was very strange. Maybe a couple of Crawfords. Yeah, yeah, and even it's funny, man. I feel bad for Crawford. It's his last year. Yeah, his last week. He's on the IL. Like he's not ah. even going to get a a farewell. Yeah, kind of kind of shitty. But it was it was strange. I mean, you look at the Giants and they won three World Series in in five years, and then here they are. They don't have anybody. You know, and you go. This yeah. is an organization. Not going to say they're the Cardinals or the Dodgers or that kind of. But I think that if I'm right on this. The Giants have won more games in the history of the National League than any other team. I wouldn't know. I mean, it's a franchise that's been around forever. Yeah. And there's nothing. And then I'm looking at the pods and, and the guys around me are like, dude, there's Soto, there's Machado, there, you right. know. Fernando. Yeah, big name guys. Xander. Yeah. Big name players. Uh, real quick, uh, what'd you think of Oracle? Okay. First of all, I will say you were right on this. Okay. This is this is funny. And I, I never give Jeff credit on this shit. Yeah. So we... We uh, fly into Oakland because it was like two hundred dollars okay. cheaper. Gorgeous airport, right? It was easy. Yeah, it was a piece of cake. When you walk in through there, you're so like, "Fuck, this is cake. nice." So we we stay in a in a Marriott close to the airport, which is fun. I've never stayed in a hotel near the airport, but I did there. Hotel was fine. Okay, but it was one mile exactly to the Oakland Coliseum. Okay, and so we call an Uber and we fucking Uber. This is Sunday. It's a day game. Mm-hmm. And we go in Oracle, and it's the biggest shithole of all time. Everything yeah. you said's right. It's a fucking prison. It's worse yeah. than than Jack Murphy, whatever. Oh yeah. And I felt bad for the fans, but the fans are at the same time. You guys are all dirtbags, man. It looked like the biggest white trash nineteen seventy three hillbillies you've but ever seen. Weren't they fucking great? In they were the sense great. That they're just they were great. Uh, uh, you it feel just, bad for them, right? It, it, because they know. Yeah. It's like the Charger I fans in bad. that final year because they know. And dude, it's nothing against them. No, it, it's it just was so funny. It was it was almost exactly what you thought it was going to be. Like there was a guy walking around with a notepad, keeping score and monitoring yes. pitches Dude, I by himself. Like five of those guys. And I turned to Josh. Like, you know what's sad? That fucking guy's going to be devastated when they move. That guy needs is. this team. He knows it. Yeah, yeah, he loves it. Probably goes back. Older guy. Older guy. Yeah, probably about forty. Oh, okay. Okay. But and is he old enough to? Eh, he's probably not quite old enough for the McGuire. Either way, and, this is all he has. You can right. tell he's a fucking loser. Well, this the, is all he has. Well, he probably loved the Warriors. Yeah. Probably loved the Raiders. Yeah. 
And it's just like, holy shit. So we, we go and we move, walk around the stadium, same thing. Yeah. And it was it was Miguel Cabrera's last game, you know, with uh, the Tigers that we saw him play. Holy fuck. And um, it's funny. He got a really big ovation. And yeah. he, no tip of the cap, no acknowledging the fans. But the fans understood what was going on. And um, we, we just, you just sit well, there you and saw go, what happened, right? Yeah, I saw they fucked him over. Here's a guy that has alcohol problems. I give him a bottle of wine and $80 a cheap bottle, bottle of wine. wine. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Dude. So, uh, but but at the same time, the fans weren't the ones that fucked him over. Right. They they really appreciated him, which I yeah. love that about baseball. And so we, we go through the whole thing. So here's where Jeff's 100% right. Jeff said, do not stay in Oakland. I don't give a fuck where. Yeah. Because we were saying, look, we're going to the Giants game Monday. We fly out of Oakland at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We've got to get, we've got to be close. Justin, don't fucking do it. And then finally you gave up trying to talk me out of it. Yeah. And you just said, good fucking luck with that. Yeah. All right. So we're leaving the Oakland Coliseum and we start walking. We said, let's just walk back to the hotel. It's one mile, straight shot, one road. Okay, one road. And this girl stops us and goes, what are, you, what are you doing? We're walking back to our hotel. Don't do that. And we're like, what are you talking about? This is 3.34 in the afternoon. Yeah. You're going to get robbed, she says to us. And we were robbed in the middle of the day on a Sunday. Look how big both of us are. One guy's 6'3", yeah. the other guy's 6'6". Six, six. They don't give a fuck. They yeah. have guns. They're going to rob you. You're going to lose your wallet and your phone. Yeah. And she goes, just call an Uber. What the fuck are you doing? And I turned to Josh. I said, well, fuck, we better call an Uber because if we get robbed, we can't fly home. Right. We don't done. have any proof of ID. So sure enough, we call an Uber. Man, we get to the hotel. Chipotle right across the street. We're starving. People at the hotel, don't fucking go over there. <laughs> You're yeah. going to get robbed. And they say it's like this in Oakland all over the place. Yeah. That people just Try get robbed. Yeah. Do you just get robbed? They said, I don't know, the mayor, that people are saying, she does not give a shit. No. <laughs> and it just... It's the biggest shithole literally in the United States. Terrible, man. So Oakland sad. is a terrible city. So then we go to San Francisco the next day. Right. Uber it. And we, we do the whole Union Square. We do Pier 39. Yeah. All that shit. And then they told us that San Francisco is not much better than Oakland. Dude, San Francisco's got... Down at the wharf, it's kind of cool. You can hang cool. I will say this. When you and I went for the Super Bowl, remember how dirty San Francisco was? Like the streets, like your feet stuck to the cement. Yeah. It was the cleanest I've ever seen it. It was was really clean. People couldn't believe when I was saying it was clean. Yeah, because we stayed there for three days. It's not. I mean, there's parts of it. The financial district's nice. But Giant I, fans told me the same thing. This is, if you say it's clean, that's rare. This place is dirty. Yeah, because I stayed at the Park 55. Yeah. And, dude, you go, like, the park, I told you, we love Ant-Man. Yeah. And there's a hotel where Paul Rudd stays. It's about a six-minute walk, if yeah. even that. Maybe a four-minute walk from the Park 55. Ten years ago, fuck yeah. You walk in, grab a sandwich, the whole thing. Yeah. Not anymore, man. Yeah, there's San Francisco... It's San not, Francisco looks like goddamn Paris next to Oakland, yeah. but <laughs> it's, it's not but San Diego like, either. Fuck no. It's not what I grew up with. So here's the move they do in San Francisco. They were telling me is that let's say you park your car, okay. you roll down all four windows and you pop open your trunk and you leave that way. They won't, they won't break your windows because they said they're just going to break your windows anyway, trying to find out what's inside. Dude, I so was around give, this city for three days. I you give them free rent. Like Can you believe that shit? Yeah. That's what they that said. That's, that's, that's the move. Is that you pop the trunk, you roll down all four windows, and you walk away. I didn't see that once. That's was, fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, we were yeah. all around How for crazy three is days. That? So but, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in the Bay yeah. Area? I mean, we, we talk about the things in San Diego, whether it's the homeless people or whatever. 
And they have homeless there, of course, like they do in LA and Austin, oh, Texas, yeah. everywhere else. But it was it was unusual. This state, this ballpark, I want to ask you about as the Padres are about to win their first extra inning game, is Oracle. Oracle. It's not as great for me. It wasn't as great as Petco. Okay. Oh. I will say this though. No the, obstructive view seats. Man. No obstructive view. We loved walking around it. Yeah. That was really cool. The one thing Oracle has that Petco doesn't is it has history. It has world championships. It oh, has yeah, Barry Bonds. It has big name players that have come through. Whereas the Padres, the only thing missing from Petco is history to be yeah. made. You know, I love Petco. Like I, Petco with what um, Ron and Peter have done for it, have really, really made it amazing. Yeah. Petco is great, but I love Oracle. Oracle's, it, Oracle's no, it, really it was fun. A great, it was a great park. I would put Camden ahead of Oracle. I haven't been there, yeah. but I love when you walk it. You know, the the statues, all those different things. It's awesome. So, I mean, there's history there. You feel it. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's kind of like when you walk around Wrigley, yeah. right? It, it, might be, it might be the one thing at Petco that, in hindsight, maybe they should have done differently. Yeah. And that's put the statue outside. Like, Tony, you can get, I mean, you can get to him when Park at the Park is open during the day. But that's the thing I like at Wrigley. If you're if you're in the back out center field by Murphy's, there's Harry, right? Yeah. And out front. And same thing in San Francisco. Uh, you see it around, right? That those statues are there. Um, but I, I love Oracle. To me, Dave, for anybody that's gone to Oakland recently, yeah, yeah it's terrible. It's like it's like I said, it's like when I was going to those Aztec games, the final years at Qualcomm. And my kids, there's yeah, you know, they were telling me at at uh, in Oakland, there's feral cats running around there like crazy, and we had rats and bats at Qualcomm that last year. Remember, you'd be out there at Qualcomm Stadium, and there'd be bats flying around and shit. But I was lucky enough to go to Raider games yeah. when that place was awesome. So I wish I, I, I wish I saw, and that. I was there for A's games. Yeah, and you talked about walking in and and the feeling of being a prison, it had that same vibe. But where it was great was you were like, oh yeah. And it's this is our prison. Because you would see people walking in, Chiefs fans, right? Yeah. And dude, they whoa. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Lenny Dawson. <laughs> um, and you were like, it just it it played, right? Yeah. And then you came in and and dude, they were just the autumn wind would just be playing, and and then the jerseys come out, and the black hole Love comes it. out, and all of that happened. And then being there in the eighties when McGuire and Ricky and and Canseco and dude, it was fun. And yeah. downtown Oakland, there were places where you could actually go eat and hang around, and you felt the history. And really, at that point, the Oakland Coliseum wasn't any different than Riverfront or Three yeah. Rivers or Qualcomm Stadium. They all look like that. They all look like shitholes, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you mark it up. But, I mean, when you're going around, uh, you look at it and you go, there's a part where you go, I kind of get where John Fisher's coming from, but I also understand he's made no effort. Yeah, it, absolutely. I felt terrible for the fans. Again, they're yeah. going to lose that team. It's uh, it, it was it was interesting. The next place that I do want to go after talking to a bunch of people that are doing the kind of the tour thing yeah. that you're doing that Josh and I are doing is Pittsburgh. Everyone yeah, says it's been great. Pittsburgh is awesome. You know, and if I could hit Pittsburgh and 
Philadelphia or Detroit, any of those, Cleveland, I'd like to see them all. I'm doing... Uh, I'm about 14 in, by the way. That's good. Next summer, I'm doing... We're doing Philadelphia, Boston, City Field, and Yankee cool. Stadium. Good deal. Me, Jack, and Kate. Good deal. So that would be a good one. That's good. Yeah. It's always interesting when you go back east and you realize how close things are. And then oh, you, yeah. But you realize Boston's really not... It's, like, I always thought Boston was closer to New York than, than it is. No, it's like, a five-hour train ride, right? I thought it was three. I don't is remember. Is that what it is? Okay. I think it was three. But either way, it's definitely worth going. Your kids are going to absolutely love it. Yeah. Hey, I want to mention Dan Williams. Again, Dan Williams is a guy that can help you out. Look, home buying season is getting crazy. Interest rates are going to come down, which will drive up the demand, hence home prices. People will need to be qualified with a team like Dan Williams and our good friend Brian Curry. Get approved, not just pre-qualified, and understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many people did in 2020. Call Dan Williams today, 858 858- 688-6813. Yeah, you have to have your finances in order because I think the market has changed a little bit. We were losing so many of the properties to hedge funds around town, especially in San Diego. It was out the other night. We were up in uh, North County. My son and I uh, went to dinner up in Lucadian. We were walking through and just hanging out when got pizza, the whole deal. And I was sharing with him how his grandmother had an opportunity to buy a house in Cardiff. And that neighborhood right now is probably 2.2 yeah. million. My son asked a great question. He said, what is that house in your opinion? What's that house really worth? Yeah. That neighborhood, the whole thing. I said, reality. I mean, you're really close to the beach, but I go, the real realistic price on it should be about 800,000. Yeah. But I said, I'll, I'll tell you the one thing, man. I go, if you, if you learn anything, Learn that Southern California real estate is pretty good, yep. but you have to have your money in order, uh, your money in line in order to buy the right thing. And nobody's better at that than Dan. 858-688-6813. I really do recommend the videos that we've talked about at DaveAndJeffShow.com. It's the 10 video series, the Calm videos. Very short, very helpful, but the mission simple, more money, less worry, and greater joy, 858-688-6813. Don't forget, Brian Curry is working with Dan. He's also the guy to get the most for your home if you're looking to sell at the same time. If you're looking just to change neighborhoods, nobody knows San Diego County like Brian Curry. Again, call Brian at your convenience, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Uh, we're walking out. By the way, belated happy birthday to BC. Brian Curry's birthday earlier this week. Happy birthday to him, turning uh, 31. There you go. Um, yeah, Lucadia. I mean, congrats to Jimmy Russell. I think Jimmy Russell just made the move to Imperial Beach. Really? We were talking about the new neighborhood down there. So, uh, congrats to JR, who's on the same page as we are, that everybody's going to be talking about, oh, you know, we're really building off of this and looking forward to next year, you know, bring it all back. But, um, I love IB, but North County, as long as you work in North County, if you want to live in North County, I would not say live up there if you work down south. Because every day as I go north from PB to Carlsbad, dude, that five south is a disaster. Shit. But if you can work in that area and live in that area, dude, Carlsbad is so fun. Lucadia is so fun. And Brian Curry can help you find the right home for you. 619-251-1588. Finally, I want to mention Taylor May Pools. That pool for you that you've been thinking about for the longest time is just around the corner. All you have to do is call the number. Don't forget more than 25 years of doing this. Alan Taylor's the best. 619 619- 
619-449-4452. Ask about available financing, 619-449-4452. We haven't done a celebrity pool for a while, Dave, and you know one that we feel like we've skipped right over, and I don't know how we do, because sometimes the the easiest answer, the best answer, is the one that's staring you right in the eye. I live a three-minute drive, three-minute drive, it might be a 30-second drive from Claremont High. Yeah. Home of the Chieftains. Yeah. I learned two interesting things about Claremont High. Did you know when Claremont High opened, Richie Valens came down? No way. Richie Valens came down and played a free concert there for the kids. But the other fun thing, we've talked about it, Claremont High is where Cameron Crowe went in undercover, went to high school there, and that's where he wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Look at that. Chris Jenner went there. Chris Jenner was a chieftain. How about yeah. that? Hanging out that Del Taco, looking at as only she can look. <laughs> but somebody, I don't know who it was, but somebody in that Claremont High of the 70s said, looks like Phoebe Cates. Right? Is there anything more perfect than Phoebe Cates? I'll answer it. No. Back then. Oh, God damn. Yeah. I'm just saying. How many meds do you take every day? <laughs> About 10. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be judging people, okay? I'm just saying. You're breaking down over there. Yeah, we heard your red buttons. You're breaking down. The celebrity pool of the day <laughs> is fucking Phoebe Cates. Okay. Okay. Brad, you got that? 619-449-4452. How many should we tell Amy to build? Dude, fucking, let's see, that movie came out about 1982? Yeah. 82. All right, 82 celebrity pools. Amy's like, what? <laughs> Alan, we're done with that show. We're going to the Padres hot tub. Get get uh, Elston on the phone. 619-449-4452. All right, here we go. Celebrity birthdays, how older than how much they worth? I'm going to go uh, yesterday. I'm going to go September 26. We're okay. going to go with Olivia Newton-John. She was cool. Um... Let's say she would have been 72. 75. Hmm. 100 million. $60 million. 60? 60. Okay. One of your favorites hasn't had a celebrity pool yet, but this is one of your favorites. Serena Williams. Oh, dude. Wow. Serena Williams. Say 38. 42. Wow. Yep. Dude, I'm going to say 600 million. 300 million, half that. All right. Okay. All right. Now, this one, I don't know why, but when I saw the name, I go, this one is right up Jeff's alley. Okay. Linda Hamilton. Not really. Really? No, not really. I thought um, for sure. Uh, I'll say 64. 67. Okay. Is it her money or Cameron's money? It's her money. Uh, I'm sure part of it was Cameron's money at one time. Yeah. I'll say. It's uh, a lot. It's a lot. Say 85 million. $70 million. Okay. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. What's the worst lie you ever told? Uh, that I like you. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you. I get at least three times a month. <laughs> no joke. This is so funny to me that you just said that. I get this three times a month. I don't think Jeff really likes you. <laughs> Come on. You see the way stuff. he talks to you and the way he tweets the about you? I get, literally get that three times a month. It's so great. I mean, you throw a softball. What's the worst lie? I'm trying to think. I, I don't have one. I, I tell people all the time. I had a great conversation with uh, with a mutual friend last night. Yeah. Uh, dude, I just find like lying to people is incredibly disrespectful. Couldn't agree more. And so. Dude, I'm, I'm 
either I'm too old or too lazy to pay attention to the license. Yes, that's a so great I'm way of putting it. Get caught up in it, right? Um, uh, I don't know. I can't think of one. Yeah, thankfully, I'm glad to say. Yeah, uh, I'm sure anything something. to get out of school, work, anything that you've ever dropped. Oh yeah, well I could write my own notes. Yeah. I told you, my kids love it. Uh, when I turned 18. Uh, Jeff couldn't make it to school today because he wasn't feeling well. Signed, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are oh, those 100% were lies. Every last one of them. That is but, so funny. Um, oh, I, I mean, I thought I played against Junior Seau for a 1,000 years, and then I realized he was two years behind me. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. Um, yeah, so there was just, I mean, the story was great when I yeah. thought it was Junior because yeah. he goes to an NFL Hall of Famer. That was just some other guy from Motion. Some other guy kicking your ass. <laughs> yeah, beat the shit out of us. <laughs> All right, here, here we go. What's the most overrated place to eat in San Diego? Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. <clears throat> most overrated, overrated place in San Diego. Oh, dude, that's a great one. I might have to think about who do you have? I have two that jump into my mind right now. Okay. I'm going uh Cane's chicken. People love kids, especially kids your age. Raising love Cane's? Cane's. Yeah. Cane's. Oh, just, dude, just, my kids love it. I told you. Kids love it. Um just it's but not that's worth it. That's not a worth chain. the chain. That's yeah. not like a San but Diego there, specific. When you see the line, you're like, what the fuck? I felt the dude, same way about Krispy Kreme donuts. Like, dude, what's the deal with this line? It feels like that's calmed down though. Yeah. It feels it, oh, like that if has. you're willing to go Absolutely. in and sit down. That's funny. That's a good one. So here's the the other one, which is disappointing because it was my my favorite place to go is for Mexican food. But if you go in now, the the size of the food is so small and feel like you're getting ripped off by the price. It's it's Lolitas. I was a huge oh, yeah. Lolitas fan, and now you're like, what they're the expensive, fuck's? man. Yeah, it is expensive, and the I'm telling Sobrero you, got expensive too. Yeah, the the burritos aren't as big as they used to be. Um, I Dave, I'm still old school. Yeah, and and there's. So I'll give you a few. There was uh, North County, for any North County people, Juanita's yeah. in Lucadia. Yeah. Juanita's was the first one, and I lived in Cardiff. Though to get from Cardiff to Lucadia was a bit of a haul. Juanita's yeah. is great. But for me, dude, I'm still an old school Roberto's guy. And I've got Roberto's so close to my yeah. house. Fuck, Roberto's is great. Um, That's funny. Off the top of my head, someplace really overrated. Uh, I can't. Ah, oh, dude, you locked me up right there. <laughs> I don't know. I but I get what you're saying. Like sombrero and yep. lolitas, dude. There's so many options in town. Um, and if they can't, if the guacamole's yeah. drag, right? Are you a California burrito guy? Um, I'm not a fan of French fries and a burrito. You don't like that? No. Josh's. That's his favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can live with yours. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's good. All right. Uh, right now, who's the funniest person alive? Oh, uh, dude, Bill Burr. Bill Burr is hilarious. Dude, Bill there are a lot Burr. of really good guys that are really funny. Dude, I like smart comedians. Yeah. Bill Burr is great because Bill Burr was really funny. I just saw something. But they had this thing the other day where I saw it. It showed up on Instagram. Dude, it was Kevin Hart. And it was Kevin Hart fucking with people about their age. Yeah. Have you ever seen that clip when he had Don Cheadle on this show? No, I haven't. He he did this like interview show where there are a bunch of wine barrels around. I don't even know where it was. I'd watch it all the time. And Don Cheadle's talking. 
And he goes, you know, I'm 56 now. Kevin Hart goes, damn. Don Cheetah like looks at him and dude, it's just, you got to find it, David. It's the funniest exchange. And then he does it to, to Will Ferrell. Yeah. Where he's like, you know, you don't have much time left. Like we got to do something. And Will Ferrell's like, whoa, what? Um, I love Brian Regan. Uh, Scalco, I like just because he came in studio. Yeah. Uh, Pablo Francisco, like we had all these different guys. Dude, honestly, it might be Larry David. Larry David's very funny. That's a good call. Who's your guy? A bunch of guys I love that always make me laugh. Vince Vaughn makes me laugh. You know, Will Ferrell makes me laugh. But, you know, there's a guy I watched last week that, you know, Josh always says, this guy's fucking hilarious. This guy named Shane Gillis that is hilarious. Dude, I heard about Shane Gillis. He's great. Really, really smart. Again, I like smart comedians. That's why I I liked Louis C.K. I was super disappointed he got Before caught he started up. started whacking yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, you're like, this guy is pretty smart, you know? <laughs> what a but, fucking weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, right? Daniel Tosh is funny. All these guys. But, oh, yeah, dude, that's the guy they all give credit to. Yeah. That's what's funny is when they talk about it. Yeah. Like, I always thought Tosh was fine. Yeah. It, it, when you, like, there's different things that show up. Joe Rogan, different clips. Yeah. There are all these. I find those fascinating when they go, um, when they when those guys talk about it. and Tosh, they always I knew you were always a Tosh yeah. guy. Uh, he was fine for me, but they all give him credit. They're like, dude, that was the dude. They all ripped Dane Cook. Yeah, and, fuck Dane Cook. and Mencia. Yeah, Dane Cook just murdered a twenty four year old the other day. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, but they all they all hype up Tosh. Yeah, that idiot Bobby Lee used to bug the shit out of me, but his stupid podcast is pretty funny too. Josh just got tickets for his birthday from for Daniel Tosh. Someone gave him tickets. Nice. Yeah, I think here in San Diego is going to be yeah. able to see him. Um, all right, can, can can you be uh, a real man if your go-to order is soup? <laughs> no, wait a minute. It's the only thing you're ordering? If Every time you walk in with, with whoever, and you first question, well, what's the soup? Like, that's your go-to order. Well, I'll always say this. We don't go as often as we used to. Yeah. But we love the Godfather. Yeah. Because my friend Nick Canapos said it's the best Italian food. As a guy who grew up in Little Italy, Nick sent me to the Godfather on Claremont Mesa Boulevard. And the Godfather is great. And when you go in, it's this whole, it's the whole deal, right? Yeah. So you come in, Dave, they bring it. The first thing they do is they bring you a plate of fried zucchini. That's unbelievable. But then whatever pasta, everybody's getting something different. But everybody in that house or in my group yeah. gets the clam chowder there. So it's part of that. But, like, if we go, I'll take my sons because we'll go to Chili's on Sunday, watch football, and get a burger. They love their chili. Does that count as a soup? No, no. You're talking about somebody getting like the lobster bisque? Yeah, you walk in and the first thing is every time you're like fucking guy. That's <laughs> a pretty tough sell. Yeah, it is. That's a pretty tough sell. If you're getting it at the Godfather as part of that, yeah. that's fine. Because you're like, dude, you got to get the clam chowder. When are you going to get a cob salad? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say that's a bit of a tough yeah, sell. I, I agree with you. I'm with you on that one. Okay. All right, last Hang question. On. Yeah. Hang on, let's just do this real quick. Let me give you a couple of guys. You tell okay. me what their soup is, okay? Okay, let's go through a couple of guys here. All right, this is going to be easy. Fluger. Tomato. I'm going to say he's a corn chowder guy. Uh, uh, Dan Williams. Chicken noodle. Say he's Probably alphabet soup. 
<laughs> I'm going to say it's French onion. <laughs> uh, Al Taylor. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. He's eating stew. That fucking guy. Oh, dude. He's a stew guy. Stew's good. I was going to say yeah. he's just eating the bats out of the bowl. <laughs> uh, let's go one more. Let me go one more here. How about Gavin? Chicken noodle. Yeah. He's a he's chicken a noodle guy. Cream of mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> the queen bed guy oh my you god dude that was that. so funny dude that was so funny he's like please don't say my name please don't say please my name <laughs> fuck dude he's only three fell apart <laughs> oh my god last question when is the last time you told someone to fuck off <laughs> uh jokingly or in like really mean it mean it uh, thankfully not for a long time not that i can remember uh, yeah, i do it one. i do it I did it all the time before. I'm sure you did. Well, I know you did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just get so mad. Fuck off. Oh, I, well. Jokingly at least once a day. Oh, yeah. Jokingly once an hour. <laughs> uh, but no, thankfully, I don't think. Um, I don't think. I mean, the lady in my dream where I had to throw a cup of ice at her. That's true. You did. Yeah. You did. I think I told her, fuck off. So weird. <laughs> Threw me off all day. Um, I don't know. I don't think anybody for a while. Oh, my gosh. Thankfully. <laughs> That's good. Good. Yeah. Things probably are going just, in the right direction. Uh, just jinxed me. Um, Monday night, we're yeah. back here. Yep. And we'll have a very special guest. We're not going to announce who it is. It's going to be a guest uh, that we're excited to see because we want their opinion on what happened with the Padres. And Dave, I've got a very special surprise for you. Okay. Scheduled a week from tonight, assuming everything goes well, the triumphant return of Fangirl and Erica. Wow. Okay. After everything that fell apart, they were so excited. They were so optimistic about everything coming in. And now their team crumbled. Like that poor little raccoon who drops his sugar cube in the water. Those two little raccoons, their hands are a little <laughs> smaller than the raccoon. Laura's already confirmed. What's Erica got going in El Cajon? It's a $2 beer night at the Grand. <laughs> she hanging out back behind the Magnolia trying to get Pete Davidson's attention. Do you know Pete, Davi Pete Davidson's in he's El Cajon funny. tonight? Is that right? Yeah, he's doing shows in downtown oh El Cajon. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's down there. Of course she is. With a wink and a whistle. But assuming she doesn't end up on his tour bus again, uh, they should both be here. Uh, Monday night, a very special guest. Yeah. Post-mortem of the meeting. Perfect. And then next Wednesday, I can't wait. The two dopes, our two favorite dummies, uh, back in here to tell us where the Padres go from here. They will solve the Padres' problems uh, so it should be very fun. Perfect. All right. We'll be back on Monday, everybody.
not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk to God a couple of times Back to the door, I laughed so hard I 